Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. Hindsight with God, you understand, but in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay Stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast his love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for Him. And we're going to laugh today. (laughs) We're going to have so much fun. (laughs) I mean, why not? Dr. Kaylin Carlton is here, a good friend of mine, and I just love talking to my girlfriends about Jesus. So fun. How are you today? I am good. Overall. Overall? Yes. You're great. You look great, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She is a doctor. She's postpartum physical therapy is what you work in. You are a postpartum physical therapist is how I should have said it. Um, But what a unique thing to do. Yes. You love love it. it. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Yes. Yes. It's like the best. What do you love about what you do? Oh my gosh, like everything. Um, <laughs> I was actually, we've been reflecting lately and I've just been reminded of how much life getting to work with people, have relationship with people while also bringing healing to their bodies. It's like the ultimate trifecta. It's such a cool thing, helping people yeah. live to their full potential, enjoy their bodies. And you know, when you're not feeling well, when you're not able to move pain-free when you're not when you're hurting like you cannot truly be thriving like that's true it's just you you can't be in pain and thriving Mm. so i love being able like lord willing to bring that to people how do you see a client like if somebody comes in Mm -hmm. and they like their back hurts i mean come on when you're holding a baby oh yeah oh yeah yeah. 100 (laughs) Do you see them as the restored person or like, how do you see your client? My heart hurts because I feel what they're going through. And I feel that every time they pick up that baby and every time they're sitting there nursing and whatever it is, I feel that pain. I mean, I've been there, you know, we, we, I've got kids and I know how, you know, yeah. even when I'm super intentional about everything, stuff still sneaks up on all of us. Oh, yeah. And it's so, like, why does this hurt? Oh, yeah. Oh, why? yeah. How? What from? is this? What yes. did I do? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so, uh, my, like, just knowing that they have been 
experiencing this pain and that maybe even like thought it was normal and thought they had to just just put up with it um i think our culture does a lot of disservice to pregnancy and postpartum by thinking you know the aches and pains are just they got to be what they got to be and you can't do anything about them and you know these issues that you have as a result of having a baby they're just normal and expected and you'll have them the rest of your life like so many people just think that's how you know that's the price to pay for having kids and it's just it, my heart hurts for that mindset yeah and you can i don't want to say you can fix it but like through what you do i mean it takes work oh yeah oh yeah and people get restored right yes a hundred percent yeah if you don't mind sharing the yes. ages of your beautiful children mm, so beautiful so crazy uh, i've got a two and a half year old and a nine month old so you are in the thick of it as oh, well Oh, so thick yeah. <laughs> so thick you could like can't stir it with a spoon <laughs> <laughs> we told y'all we were gonna laugh today we just, we were, oh life is really hard <laughs> we uh, laugh afterwards <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what sisters in Christ are oh for, though. Gosh. Like, I love you. I love you, too. I love you're your friendship. You're the best. You're the best, too. Yeah. So can we share on the podcast, like, you guys are moving? Can yes. we talk about that? Mm, we can. Man, that hurts. It man. hurts. It hurts really bad. <laughs> it's been really emotional. It has. Um, but you are still going to do what you do. Yes. And yes. your content is on Instagram. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. your main place. Yep. So can do you mind sharing with people who are interested in this? Because if someone's listening to this, they might not have just had a baby, right, you know, right, like, right. but if they are, or they know who someone who is, you, you would want to share your page with them oh, to encourage them on 100%. like how to bend over right. Now. Totally. Totally. You know? And it's not like I only work with pregnant and postpartum women. Yeah. Like I see your average Joe. I see young athletes. I see grandmas. Like I see everything. In fact, what really got me, Partially what got me into this is like working with grandmas who had been experiencing hip pain ever since having their kid 30 years ago or whatever, you know, and they just thought that it was normal or they thought that it would maybe eventually go away or whatever. And now they've been putting up with it for 30 years. Wow. So, so yeah, it's not limited to that sector. I just love emphasizing that sector because it's such an underserved population. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. Like especially especially here in Pensacola there's like <laughs> kind of a desert in certain areas of healthcare like quality healthcare and yeah. so um when i moved here and kind of saw the options i uh, realized and obviously i was in the thick this was 2 years ago that we moved here and my first was 1 year old and you know i've just gone through all these aches and pains i know what like what it's yeah. like to be like this and then there's nobody out here working to help resolve this kind of thing. Yep. And so um, that's part of where I'm so passionate about it because there's such a lack in quality care. Yeah. yeah. For postpartum. Yes. Which it just blows my mind. It does. Because you does. don't think about yourself in oh postpartum. You're just no, like... because you're so focused on the baby and everybody asks about the baby and everybody yeah. at, you know, like the baby has a checkup every, I don't even, every All like the time. two weeks. You're always at yes. the doctor. Yes. And you then have you've a parking got, spot at the doctor's yeah, office. Yeah, basically. But you have <laughs> one follow-up appointment. Like yeah. wh- what in the world? In the UK, you're automatically qualified for 52 I, don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure it's the UK. That's more than one. Has, yeah. Yes. We can, yeah. Has, yes. 
a bunch of nations around the world. Yeah. But UK has 52 weeks of maternity leave. Yeah. Here, the average woman takes like six. I know. You know, like 52 compared to six. I mean, no wonder we have crazy numbers of postpartum anxiety, depression, etc. Yeah. Like... And those are, you know... That, I mean, six weeks after your baby's oh born. Oh my gosh, you're still healing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. to get too real on right, this episode, but, but really. I know another mom out there understands oh, when I yeah. say six weeks. Now, people do. They go back at six weeks. They do. And I would have still been in a diaper if I had to do oh, right? that. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I mean, part of it is some yeah. people, like, the adult interaction is, like, very important. Yeah. Um, and so some people feel excited to go back and that there's no shame in that. But I also just think it's this cultural uh expectation of bouncing back and exactly. getting back to being what you were doing be- to doing what you were doing before and looking like you were looking before and all these things just like rushing you through the postpartum stage when it exactly. should be a time that you just get to rest restore and enjoy your baby and yeah. then like adapt to this new life that now you have yeah but instead our culture is like quick like get back to doing everything like um, handling everything running the household running your business running yeah. everything and it's not like this season of celebration that i believe it should be or like survival yeah a hundred percent yes it's like yeah i'm sorry newborn stage is tough oh. for me so <laughs> i'm not like sell. i mean i celebrated when they went to sleep <laughs> that's real <laughs> like, that is yes. real like when i used oh to close gosh. the door at night oh, every happy single dance. time yes. my hands would be up in the air oh, praising jesus oh yeah and i was like i can't wake them up by doing this praise I right know, now but, but please but let them sleep god yes. Yes. yes like almost tears right now oh, because gosh. it was just so, so hard yes yes okay so coming alongside women in this postpartum yes. stage is something yes. that you're passionate about and something that i love about you is that you're like, no, I'm really passionate about it. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to focus on. And you're my sister in Christ. You're one of my close friends. Like, I've always wanted to know what God did to make you so passionate about it. Like, how did he flip the switch in your life for you to be like, this is what I'm going to do? Totally. Well, honestly, the very first exposure I had to physical therapy was when I was like, like 13 years old and I had a friend who had a terrible brain tumor and uh, she uh, just like had to go through all these chemos all this radiation and she was kind of just subject to all these medical treatments and Mm -hmm. she just had to like lay there endure it and like slowly her body was wasting away and so the first thing that I remember about physical therapy was I went to an appointment with her and it was the first time that I saw her be able to play a role in her fate. She was able to try to do these things to help the left side of her body work again. And so it was this like, wow, this is a very empowering skill set. This is a very empowering occupation. Um, And so... I always knew that I could never thrive sitting behind a desk. I always knew that I wanted to be working with people. And I always knew that I wanted to be, I've loved like 
physical activity Mm -hmm. um when I was always doing the when I was doing the like career um tests or whatever when I was little I always got a gym teacher (laughs) (laughs) which I mean that would be fun too exactly Uh, yeah but but, so this is you like school like you want to keep going to school yeah you got your doctorate yeah 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 yeah. so that makes more sense uh (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. so then I uh, you know went through college and then my senior season I played volleyball and ran track my senior season of volleyball i tore my acl mcl meniscus and fractured my femur no you did not oh yeah halfway through the you season you did what now yeah you yeah. tore what and what and what and what four things uh well i tore the acl, ACL mcl mcl and meniscus and meniscus and then i had a compression fracture on my femur who did that to you <laughs> yeah that's the sad part i landed wrong at practice stop it yeah yeah halfway through season we had been undefeated up until then was this in volleyball? Yes. Yeah. Kaylin, what did, did you just oh, lay on the ground? Yeah, you just laid on the ground. Yeah. And I cried. Oh. Please, Jesus, please, Jesus, let me play again. And he did. I mean, I, I now I love playing beach, but I did not get to play the rest of that season. Oh, <laughs> I hate we never got to play. Oh, I know. Yeah. We would have kicked that tail been here. That would have been so fun. I know. That would have been so fun. I don't know. You're really in shape. Oh. <laughs> You're pretty in shape. Yeah. Anyway, take us back to where you were. So senior year. Yeah. So that was senior year. Mm -hmm. So then I, at that point, I had already like done my undergrad with the goal of going to PT school. So I'd done, but that was just kind of confirmation, you know, and the Lord taught me or gave me so much empathy by going through that and just like realizing the grind of a real injury because I had never, I had never had an injury prior to that. Yeah. I'd gone through, you know, I'd gone through my entire career and yeah. then my final season that, that that happened. So the Lord taught me a lot through it. Okay. It was, it was hard. Can but. we share a strange story about our friendship in volleyball? So where, <laughs> yes. where are you, when, did, okay, where were you in your life when you played in Orlando? Uh, that was in high school. The um, Junior Olympics were always in Orlando. Okay, I wasn't on the Junior Olympics team. No, 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 no. But a lot of the teams, it was, they called, it was a national tournament. So they called it the Junior Olympics. Okay, well, maybe I wasn't there. AAUs? AAUs? swear i remember you and you remember faces i know i so do. i believe you must I, remember, have. I think you had your hair up here and you had like a band like a, a Probably, band right yeah, here oh, i'm sure did you used to wear your hair up on top of your head mm, ish yeah and but i always did wear a headband i i swear i remember you yeah i would not be surprised you remember you remember faces. i do i know well it's right kind of when quirky. i saw you yes. I was like, did yes. you play volleyball? Yes. I, I remember think I that played being you. one of the first questions. And I was like, kind of thrown off. I was like, who is this girl? Why is she talking about volleyball? Like, I haven't played volleyball yeah. in yeah, yeah, 10 exactly. years. Exactly. Why are we years? talking about, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I think you'll beat us. <laughs> I have no idea. I believe whatever you have to say. Because you, you remember good. that. Yeah. You were good. Oh, goodness. Okay. I miss those times. For anybody who's out there who's playing sports, mm. I just want to encourage you enjoy to love, enjoy it. it. Enjoy it all. Like, Remember those like tournaments where all you have to do is eat, sleep, and play? Yes. Like, oh, I would kill to go back. And your body yes. feels so young when you're there. I know. You know what I regret? Two things what? I regret about what? playing sports. What? The games that I ate too much before the game. <laughs> I regret. <laughs> because I was always slower. Oh, my 
than gosh. I wanted to be. I can't believe that's like one of your cardinal regrets. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even remember what I, I remember. Games. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. And what's and the second thing? The second thing is crying after games. Uh, when I Tim Tebow after games, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'll never do this again. Uh, Tim see. Tebow, he, he learned it from me. He yeah, learned I'm sure, about crying. I'm sure. You got the heart. I have no doubt. I'm like, I could have done better. I could have been better for my team. They deserve better. I don't think I ever cried behind it. You never did? I don't think so. You're Maybe like, like well, yeah, whatever. Really? But you get I feel like, I don't know. I'm not usually, oh, my husband may disagree with me, but yeah. I would not say I'm typically an emotional person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after you lose, what did you do? Like, oh, well. Uh, I'm sure I was like down, but I'm not a super cry person. Would you get mad? Uh, disappointed would probably be the word that would describe it. Yeah. But I'm just not really, I don't know. Not just like soul crushing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not a cryer. That's good. Okay. Well, for those of you who are playing sports, let us encourage you oh, to just like enjoy, enjoy it Everything. and like take care yes. of your sisters and yes. team for life. Oh my goodness. Oh, I miss those times. Okay. We're talking about Bloom Physical Therapy and just yes. that you started it. God led you to do it. And yes. you started this business and this is your own business that God was like, okay, like you have, I have equipped you with the knowledge, the certificates or the license, like whatever you needed to get that, like you did it. And so now you're doing it. So I am not like business savvy. Mm -hmm. Like I, I did not do this because I wanted to. It was purely because the Lord told me to. My only other experience with running a business Okay. I don't know if you know this. So my only other time running a business was when I ran Santa's workshop at the mall for one year between undergrad and grad school. I Holy managed God. the Santa's workshop. I was an elf. Oh you took the pictures. You were tall. I was a tall elf. You should elf. not I know. Have been an elf. I know. It was and it was terrible. <laughs> All my like Santa's helpers like never showed up and so i hated running that business i was like i am never going to run a business again oh my god and then we got here and uh, I, was, I said god like i do not want to do this but he made it so 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 clear so yeah. i did he did make it clear so clear is yeah. there anything that you can tell about your story on this podcast to just like encourage the person listening about God did direct your steps to do mm. Bloom Physical Therapy because he did. I watched it. Yeah, you did. I guess I don't really have a great specific answer. I remember a couple different church services where I'd be praying about it and either someone would come up and encourage me or he just really like all the other like opportunities to work with or for someone else. When I prayed about him, there was just no peace. Yeah. And so, and honestly, I don't fully understand. Some of these other opportunities seem like they would have been very, you know, uh, easy. Like I, yeah. I, I would have been able to, cause my favorite part of physical therapy is treating the people, yeah. the relationship. It's not the business stuff. It's not the paperwork. It's not the legality and all these things. And so there were so many times that I would come to him in prayer and be you know, God, this seems like a great opportunity to me. Mm -hmm. Please bless it. And uh, he didn't. He just told me that I needed to keep pursuing the entrepreneurship and do it. Yeah. Do my own business. And so I And he brought you clients too. He did. Like people need to know that. So it yes. was like, as you're praying about these opportunities and not feeling peace about certain ones, right. he's still providing you clients in this time. Totally. But I will say it wasn't always right when I wanted them. 
Okay. You know, there were times when it was like, God, I think I don't understand like a thing, you know, I'm praying. I believe I'm being obedient. And it was not like the next day a client appeared out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes there was a time where I didn't see a client for a chunk of time. And I was like, God, I don't understand this. Like you're very clearly ordaining this and leading me to this. I just don't understand. And then out of nowhere, he'd bring multiple. And so, um... Same for me, though. I get that. Right, right. And I think think it's just an example of it's not a prosperity gospel. It's not. Just because we pray and just because we're obedient doesn't mean Mm. it's not X, Y, Z, you know, like Mm. equals whatever. Mm -mm. A lot of it is outside of our understanding. And I believe at some point I'll I'll be able to understand what happened or or why what I learned during that time or Mm -hmm. how he molded that time or used me in a different way during that time yeah but it wasn't always like oh perfect like I pray voila you know and so exactly turn and burn here's a client here you go here you go exactly um what God has shown me in the seasons where it's been like harvest and then nothing Mm -hmm. is trusting god Hmm. without this job that he has me in do i still trust him yeah yeah that's what he showed me and when i'm not getting the um external validation yes you know because oh yeah oh yeah we all benefit from that and so when you're not getting the client getting better or the Mm -hmm. all those other things then are we still content in him? Exactly. The song that always comes up to me uh, is the song, I am redeemed. Oh, You've yeah. set me free. Yeah. Like I am redeemed yeah. by the blood of the lamb. Like yeah. I am redeemed. Yes. He has paid it all. Like yeah. he, I have like freedom yeah. in him, no matter if I'm making money or, or if there is no one here. And I mean, that's when I start doing stuff that like thank you notes and birthday cards and just stuff that just needs to get done to keep the service up. But yeah, I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're in a culture of hustle oh, and yeah. grind oh, and go yeah. after it. But do you trust God? Yeah. Yeah. Do you 100%. trust him? Even when it's not yeah. fruition or, you know, the harvest. Oh my yeah. goodness. I have to, I have to share with you this thing that somebody texted me today. She was a former podcast guest. And I was just like, I just loved when you shared that, um, that God could take it all away. Her name's Lynn. She said, um, he gives and takes away less pressure for us to try and hold on. We can just be grateful for what we have in the moment. <gasps> yeah. Thank you, God. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my goodness. There are so many things I want to ask you about how God has called you to do what you want to do. But I would really miss the boat if I did not ask you about this wonderful Ebenezer wall that you have in your kitchen that you made. And you and your family do it together. So tell us a little bit about what this Ebenezer wall is, what it looks like, and why you all do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, for... Um, people who are really knowledgeable about Second Samuel, I might butch the story a bit. But okay. basically what happens is God tells the people like, you need to take these stones and you need to place them somewhere so you can remember my faithfulness. Amen. So like the stones are a tangible thing that we place so that you can see them 
and you can tell the future generations of the times that God is faithful. So I know that I am short-sighted and when things feel good, they feel so good. And when things feel bad, they feel so hard. And so my husband and I tried to take times to remember God's faithfulness and we'll talk about him or we'll ask each other or, you know, but God really made it clear that we needed to have a tangible wall to remember his faithfulness. Um, so we've just got this cork board up on the inside of our pantry and we place, we write down times of his faithfulness, like big things, you know, like a, a job or like the ways he's something way he's saved us or the little things just like an, uh, uh, a vision or a dream or, you know, or a big, phone call or a phone call. Yes. Little At just the right time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so we just write them down and we put them up there and, yeah. um, the goal is that the kids will grow up and they can ask, you know, what different ones mean. And then as they understand it, then they can start to put up their yes. own stones of remembrance of where they prayed or where they saw God at work. And then ultimately I dream like when I'm a grandma, like a, grandkids can do the same thing. And it's just something that can hopefully go with us and I can always put up on a pantry door and... Yeah. Uh, will always serve that purpose. I love that you guys have paused and asked yourselves, where has God been faithful in our lives? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what to say. Well, it's amazing how when things feel hard, how quickly you can forget, forget. all the times that he's so faithful. And he is. He's yeah. so good. But when the world feels like it, it's crumbling, you cannot pull those to memory easily. I know. And so, like, just intentionally taking the time to go and look at this wall is mm -hmm. like, okay, yes, he is yes, good. I is. know this in my heart. I believe it in my soul. But, like, now I am remembering it and now I am feeling it also. Okay, you know that song. Okay, I sing way too much on this <laughs> podcast. But you know that song by Torn Wells? It's like... If it's not good, then, then he's not, not good, good and he's not done with, <laughs> with it yet. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes. Okay, hold on. I got to pull this thing up. Yes, please do. If it's not good, then he's not done. No, he's not done with it yet. Yeah. That is so good. It's yeah. talking about Romans 8, 28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And yeah. you have been called. Yeah. Like you, 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 and your friends and your mom and your dad and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you have been called. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. If it's not good, then he's not done with it yet. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Thank you, Torn Wells, for writing that song. So yes. the scripture we're talking about is 1 Samuel 7, 12. And it just says, Sam, right? Isn't that yeah. it? 7, 12? Yeah. It says, Samuel then took a large stone and placed it between the towns of Mizpah and Jessa Hannah. Is yes. that how you say it? I don't know. Okay. So he he put this large stone in between two towns and he named it Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. So our question to you is, how has the Lord helped you? Write it down and put it up somewhere where you can go back to it and read it. Is this something that you like every day go to and read or you go to when it's like a hard situation or what's your go-to? Well, my thought is being in the pantry, it'll just be that daily reminder. But 
no, I have not gone and read it every day. Um, I have gone to it more recently because it's been one of those like harder times where it's like, okay, God, I know you're good. I believe it. Help me, help me remember it. Yeah. yeah. You are faithful. Mm-hmm. You are faithful, God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, then he's not done with I it. I know, yet. I know. Sister, I love you. Um, what Bible verse is encouraging you? So, what? Um, so many things recently, but it's been uh, kind of a weird, like Ricky said, we're in the transitional stage of moving back across the country to California. Um, and it's been all the emotions because Pensacola has been such a blessing to our family. Um, and so it's been easy to kind of question him and wonder what he's doing or, and why he's doing it. Um, and so second Peter three, nine says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient toward you not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so to me, that's been standing out because he's going to keep his promise. Um, and it, it does right now, it does feel slow and I don't understand it, but it's him being patient towards me teaching us something. Um, and so it's, I'm just working on using that to change my perspective of like, Instead of asking God, why, why, why? Instead, understanding it as him being patient towards me and molding me in it. Okay, this is so beautiful. The verse before that has been such an encouragement to me in just life. And I I pray that this encourages you. Talking about the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. So the verse above that, verse 8, it says, Beloved, do not let this one thing escape your notice. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. Totally. That's how heaven is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, one day, what is it? You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. I mean, when you've lost someone, you think, oh, they're going to miss me. Like my dad, you know, when he passed, I'm like, I don't think he's going to miss me because of this verse. You know, Mm -hmm. he's going to be like, oh, there you are. Oh, yeah. No big deal. (laughs) it's been like you know in his brain maybe 30 seconds but that's how god's timing is and that's what this verse is talking about it says the lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness and that goes back to keeping the faith right just because something is not in our season doesn't mean that god is not faithful i know I know he is faithful always faithful is there anything and i know that you're in a season right now so like for the person who's listening for this to come from Kaylin, like this is coming from her heart, but I just feel that God has given you a ministry. I want to say on your heart to like share and encourage to someone who is doubtful about his slowness. Hmm. Is there anything you could say? Oh gosh. I feel so in that with you right now. Um, I know that God is faithful because he's been faithful. He uh, has shown himself time and time again. Um, and right now it does feel like a thousand years. Um, and uh, I know that in hindsight, it will feel like one day. 
because we'll see God's fingerprints all over it. Mm -hmm. You know, there are so many verses about God's a good father and he disciplines or disciples the one he loves. And so when it feels like there's turmoil and there's hard stuff going on, considering it a uh, an act of love you know because as a parent wow we disciple or discipline our children consistently and mm-hmm. it's because we want them to grow up to be good people you know i know and i i like sometimes i think they're probably like stop talking to me oh but for like sure that's our heavenly father he's uh-huh. like talking to you he wants yes. to guide you yes he wants to lead you on his yes. path yes and so it's all yes. for the molding you know it like is. yeah it's all uh, honestly it's for our good so hmm that doesn't make it easier in the, these long moments or these long days or these things that feel like years mm-hmm. but i think those are the biggest things that keep me encouraged yeah i mean just that song is coming back like oh yeah but there will be joy in the in morning, the morning. Mm-hmm. i mean yeah. come if on it's, if it's not good it's because he's not done yet he's yeah. not done yet yeah. can so, i get an amen, amen. <laughs> he's not done yet no nope. like the race is not over mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like where is our endurance let's go yes exactly. athlete <laughs> <laughs> I like oh how you goodness. put that extra syllable in there. Athlete. Athlete. <laughs> we have to speak very clearly on this podcast. Oh, that's okay? exactly. That's like, yes. We have rules. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know. Oh, goodness. Uh. Well, I just love having you on and hearing what God's doing in your life. And I want to ask you, is there anything else you want to share? Oh, my. Anything else? Um... I feel super, super grateful for Pensacola. So people who live in Pensacola, I encourage you to not take it for granted because it is filled with great people who love the Lord, who are being obedient and following him and loving their families well and so many great things. Plus, I mean, God's creation is so glorious here. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, it's beautiful everywhere, but like... Yeah. It's pretty glorious. I know where you're moving. It's like pretty glorious too. (laughs) Southern California does not. Yeah. (laughs) But, but like, don't take Pensacola for granted. Yeah. Um, I guess just embrace it to its full potential. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, I will say the Christian community is pretty rad. Oh, stellar. It's so cool. Stellar. The people here are just in general. Yeah. Christian and non-Christian. I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Honestly. But, like, it's so cool because, I mean, you would probably say this, but, like, everybody goes to different churches. Oh, yeah. But capital C church. Like, yeah. same God. The church. Yeah. And everybody loves God. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just really, like, God's on fire here. Oh, yeah. I was telling Riley, I'm like, you know how Atlanta is, like, Atlanta, Georgia with um, Andy Stanley and Louis Giglio? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they grew up together. Like, they went to summer camps and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, they knew each other back in the day, oh, you funny. know, and yeah. they've impacted my life. Like, oh, whoa. Yeah. You know, it's so many others out there, I'm sure. But I feel like that's what Pensacola is. Like, I feel like it's like, you know, grassroots I of. Yeah. I mean, just the churches that we have here. Oh. 
and the it's almost like a wildfire oh yeah that's here oh yeah and so many people have come here as a result like of being obedient to the lord's calling i know you know it's so you'll cool. hear people say oh, yeah. oh well we just felt like we were called here and right. i've heard that in right. other places right. i don't know it's different it, yeah it totally is and that's where i'm trying to find consolation because the same god who called us here two years ago is now calling us somewhere else so 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 come we'll back go. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding we'll go i'm we'll being take, selfish we'll take all of pensacola to southern california oh yeah we'll, we will be visiting trust <laughs> me oh, i love california i'm like <laughs> oh my goodness temecula shout out like my city san clementine san Cle- i know i was like give me that san clementine <laughs> they're moving can we say where you're yeah, moving yeah, yeah. they're okay so they're moving to san clemente but when you first told me i googled it and i was like riley they're moving to san clementine what in the world is i've never heard of it <laughs> it must be pretty sweet it's the land of clementines <laughs> give me some yes, send them yes. send them they're so good anyway um goodness i've loved this chat and yeah. for you who's listening i hope you've enjoyed it you know <laughs> two girlfriends just chit-chatting and catching up and and having a, a good conversation all around jesus you know we pray that this conversation this conversation draws you closer to christ mm. to encourage you to broadcast god's love because we know life is hard like you know, life is not a football game, but like sometimes we get tackled. Oh, <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so especially when it feels like the weight is all on your shoulders. So we just want to come to you as like real moms who trust God and like trust in his plan for our lives. And we just want to encourage you to do the same and know that like you're right there with us, sister. Oh, yeah. You know, like we're mm-hmm. <laughs> sisters in Christ. Yes. If we want to connect with you, how do we do that? Well, love me some Instagram, um, Dr. Kaylin Carlton, Mm -hmm. and also bloomphysicaltherapy.org. Bloom Physical Therapy. I love it. So Mm. sweet. Uh, Thank you for your time. And as always, we pray and we wrap up. So join us in prayer wherever you are and wherever you're going. Let's pray. If you're driving, you can absolutely keep your eyes open. Please do. Um, Let's pray to our Heavenly Father and just thank Him for all He's given us. I just, for you who's listening right now, just thank him for one thing in your life. I just want you to like thank him out loud for one thing in your life. Uh, Kaylin and I are going to say it silently, but just like in your brain or, or out loud or whatever, just thank God for one thing in your life. And I'll just wrap it up in the prayer. Okay. Thank you, God, for blank. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for your son, Jesus. And thank you that we are redeemed. Thank you that you paid the ultimate price. You paid the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Thank you that we get to be free. Thank you for your life and giving us life. Thank you for giving us a purpose. And thank you for letting our callings and the ministries that you've given us. Thank you for letting our service to you be fun. And I just pray for anyone who's out there right now and they're calling and they're gifting and they're just looking for a word of encouragement to draw closer to you, to go to your word. And I know that you will provide the right word for them at the right time. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. 
You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>